Hello and welcome to our LCI podcast here at Life Church. Today we are gathered here in one place in one accord with a special guest, Derek Buck, the CFO here at Life Church. It's nice to have you on. Uh, thank you for having me. First of all, what is a CFO? Uh, so the CFO typically is a chief financial officer. So we deal with uh, mainly the finances of an organization or specifically here at the church, um, allocating money, may, um, assisting with budgets, um, and make sure bills get paid ultimately. Right. And so just to introduce yourself here, you are a good friend of Michaela and I, you and your wife. We hang out all the time, so I know everything about you. But for those that aren't listening, what is, who is, What's all about Derek Buck? Uh, so I, I, I guess um, a little bit about myself. Um, I grew up mostly here. I'm originally from Oklahoma. I, um, whoop, whoop. I, was, I was born <laughs> there, and then uh, when I was four, I moved uh, to Arizona, uh, my mom and I, uh, to live with my grandma. And pretty much I lived uh, around the valley, Chandler, Mesa, uh, Gilbert, uh, the various areas, mostly East Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, my mom and I started church in, when I was eight, so I think it was in 1996. And then um, it's basically just kind of grew up here, went to school here, uh, high school. I graduated in Patch Junction, then went to college at ASU, and then I lived in Gallup for a few years and then came back here. Right. Well, that's awesome. Well, we're glad to have you on. I thought when we thought about a topic to talk about today, I thought Derek and I thought finances because you do a lot of the financial stuff here at Life Church. Um, case in point, when we built this church, uh, there was a lot of financial behind the scenes that you and a few others did uh, to make it happen. Um, so I think it'd be uh, important to talk about finances. Uh, I think it's more uh, more important when it comes to finances to be upfront and open about stewardship. Uh, now, what would be the, a definition towards stewardship in your mind if you were to define it today? Sure. Uh, I guess first, before we get started, I'm definitely not a you know definitely a certified financial advisor or anything. So You're not Dave Ramsey. Exactly. So go to Dave Ramsey if you have real questions. Um, <laughs> We'd have a paid off church. If exactly. You're Dave Ramsey. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> um, so stewardship, you know, definitely is uh, more to me is more the careful management of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that that doesn't just always have to be associated with finances, in my opinion, um, though that's usually the first thing that people think of are financial stewardship. But it could be, you know, possessions mm-hmm. or, um, you know, your animals or family, your wife or children or, you know, husband, uh, time and energy, you know, that's being good stewards of that. And then uh, people through relationships as well. But ultimately, I think it's just taking um, an active approach and managing something and making sure that, um, you know, you're you're taking care of it, whatever it is. So. Right. I think I think what what's important when it comes to stewardship is that there is a sense of value that is given towards that one thing. Like if you have enough value for something, you are going to do everything you can to manage it the right way. Um, and likewise, when it comes to to finances, um, I think finance is so detrimental to so many areas in our life. Uh, whether you're a kid saving up for your first, you know, bike, or you know, with lemonade stands, there was just one on the other on the other day doing snow cones, and and I just thought about that when I was a kid, uh, being taught financial stewardship, uh, to where we are today, where everything in the world seems to be a bill, 
and everything you have to pay. Um, and you just wonder how in the world do am I going to let this check expand enough to reach all these bills? Uh, that's where stewardship comes down to the line. Uh, where are we spending our money? How are we spending our money? How important, how much of a value is our money to us? And if it's a very valuable thing, then we need to put all the effort we can into our stewardship. Um, so I think that's really important. So what are some, I think I think uh, many people who are listening to this podcast can specifically see and spot a time where there was a bad financial decision on their part and had seen the outcome, you know, case in point, me buying this van. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a running joke. But, I mean, just just not paying attention, you know, um, you know, it, it, all of a sudden a uh, credit card turns into 10 credit cards or, or you made a bad financial decision, you know. Um, what would be some outcomes of poor financial stewardship? Sure. And um, aside from physical things like like you were mentioning, especially if you don't you know pay on a mortgage or a car, you know that could be repossessed, mm-hmm. or the bank could uh, call call the loan in. Um, so those are the obvious things. I would think some non-obvious things that people probably don't realize would probably be um, emotional stress or emotional um, markers like stress or anxiety, high blood pressure, mm-hmm. um, depression. You know all those things that. People might not necessarily associate with, but definitely influence, you know, their performance at work or their, you know, interactions with the relationships. But, um, you know, those are those are very, you know, especially family members, you know, you don't want to take it out on a kid or a wife or a husband or whatever. But, right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's not a good place to be living, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I know God doesn't want us to be in that place either. But um, that's, I would say, some of the main things other than, you know, financial re- uh, materialistic repossession. Right. Yeah. And so when it comes to finances, you know, decisions matter. How we invest it matters. Um, You know, we're taught at a young age in school to invest it wisely. You know, I remember uh, going into some financial classes uh, in high school and they were kind of breaking down, you know, invest in this, invest in that, invest in, you know, certain kind of uh, savings, certain kind of, you know, those kind of things are uh, I'm not going to sit here and try to pronounce that I'm a financial guru, but like, you know, IRA or whatever. Sure. You know, and so in trying to invest in these different areas and you'll you'll benefit down the road, right? 20, 30 years down the road, you'll retire. It'll be a great thing, you know. Um, but I think what's more important when you're reading the Word of God is understanding that tithing is a sort of investment in the kingdom of God. Um you know, this church, let's be open, this church runs on tithes mm-hmm. and giving, um, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, a pastor's salary, uh, an outreach tool, you know, VBS, you know, all these things that happen here at Life Church uh, is, is, is a outcome of tithing. Um, and we as Christians and believers should understand and see the stress, stresses on tithing when it comes to tithing in the Word of God. Um, you know, uh, Pastor David Jablonski spoke openly uh, on a Wednesday night about tithing. It was really good, and so look back in you know our previous uh, live streams. But um, he was just kind of mentioning the importance of tithing, and that it is a way of worship, it is a way of giving, it's a way of outward expression, uh, saying that, yes, I hold value 
in my money and because I hold value in my money, that value I'm going to give towards a greater value, something I hold dear to my heart, the kingdom of God. Um, so why don't you kind of explain the importance uh, to the viewer and listener of tithing? Sure. So tithing, um, and, and like you mentioned before, you know, lots of people have done really good explanations, but mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a quick, I guess, summary would be, you know, tithing is biblical, and so it's reflected in the Old Testament, and one of the first mentions um, is in Genesis fourteen twenty, um, where Abraham gave a tithe to uh, King Melchizedek, um, and he gave a tenth of everything in order, you know, in order um, for him. So, um, so tithing started uh, definitely in the Old Testament toward the beginning, and then it's also mentioned even going in the New Testament. Uh, Jesus makes reference in Matthew and Luke, um, mostly in a scolding manner, but also like uh, I think it was the Pharisees um, about them, t- you know, their tithe and, and how it's much more than that specific to the story. But right. it, it is mentioned in the New Testament, so it definitely is a biblical principle. And tithing in and of itself is um, exactly a tenth. So I know a lot of people don't know that that. People are always like, oh, well, you know, do I have to give a tenth or whatever? Well, tithing literally translates to a tenth. So it should be a, a tenth of, you know, your possessions. And and another thing that, you know, I've, I've had uh, stories about is, you know, uh, typically it's it's monetary, but I've also seen lots of different ways of uh, mm. tithing. So that can be in the form of um, some of your, like, items. So let's just say, you know, back in the day, maybe, um, or even today, lots of people aren't financially well off, but they have a farm or some kind of um, material thing that they can also tie that can, you know, equate to benefiting, you know, God's kingdom or whatever. Sure. And so... Um, um, another thing is uh, uh, tithing their time as well. And I'm not saying these are de- uh, necessarily in lieu of, of financial tithing because, um, you know, you should still give financial tithing. I mean, that's mm-hmm. your earned income. So, um, and uh, specifically, um, tithing is, uh, um, well, like I said, a tenth of everything. But um, in Leviticus, it talks about um uh, 2730 about tithing you know more than like i said financial so it talks about grain and your land and fruit and everything belongs to the lord and one thing i really like a big picture wise on that scripture is that whole section is about uh the redeeming of the lord so uh, the lord uh, getting back what was originally already his so mm-hmm. you're just giving back for the blessing that god's already blessed you for because i know I, there's some misconceptions also of you need to tithe because god won't bless you for something well um i always like to say well i you know, I'm here and I have my possessions now. So really my tithe is for something that God's already done for me, not, you know, praying for something or, you know, requesting for something in the future. So, um, and, and that, you know, that's my interpretation of it, but. Right. I think, I think it, I think it's important to understand when it comes to worship, we worship God because of who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's an outward expression of us giving thanks and glory to God for how great he is. Likewise, when we tithe, we tithe in honor and worship of who he is. Uh, I don't worship uh, on a Sunday or a Wednesday lifting up my hands, expecting a blessing right after that. Uh, Likewise, when I give, I give in honor of God and compliance to the word of God, but an outward expression of thankfulness and gratefulness to God. So I think it's... It goes hand in hand, and our MCs always mention it. I've been guilty of mentioning it, uh, that that tithing is a form of worship, mm-hmm. and it becomes cliche because it's all we talk about, but it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, you are expressing your confidence and love and graciousness for God by your giving. Um, and so 
you know, I, I look at it uh, the other day. We were at uh, Applebee's, you know. Michaela and I are always we should take stock in Applebee's mm-hmm. uh, talk about financial you know stewardship but um you know we were at uh, uh we were at um Applebee's and every every day we're there we give 20 percent right it's kind of like the tip you know 411 20 percent that's what is kind of expected and we had this server um I was thinking about this the other day I was there but uh, a while back, we had this service that would go every single day that we were there. She would serve us uh, every Wednesday night. And uh, we kind of got a rapport with her. Um, and so she kind of expected us. We went with our foster children. We were switching foster children. She was wondering what was going on. We explained it to her. Um, but Christmas came around, and we went there around Christmas week. And uh, we tipped a little extra, right? And that was a, kind of a, a, a giving of thanks to someone that we really appreciated. Um, so that means that tithing isn't necessarily has to be 10 percent. If you're willing to give, you can give towards areas uh, that you want to give towards that you feel would be the greatest impact. You know, we we uh, give ties, my wife and I, uh, online on our phone, and you see it. So <laughs> I always put I always put whatever the amount ties. And then in the description, and then right next to it, whatever amount, and then I usually say building, right? Um, I, I hope you know what that means, but, you know, towards the building. Uh, we, we started that when we were building this building, but we kind of just kept it because we realized that there are a lot of things to go on with this building. But that being said, being able to give openly in different areas in different ways is so rewarding. Um, and we've seen benefit from it, my wife and I. We've been very blessed. You know, I was raised to pay my tithes. I'm not going to say here and and try to profess that I have been perfect at that. You know, there have been times maybe I forgot or, you know, made a mistake or didn't do it or for whatever reason. Uh, But I have made it a point in our relationship, my wife and I, we have made it a point that we will pay our tithes. Um, And we've seen the blessing from it. Um, there's many examples uh, throughout my life. I can see where God has blessed us financially, blessed us in a situation that has helped us through it. Uh, is there one specific thing that can come to mind of a financial blessing that you have experienced uh, in your life uh, with you and your wife or, or before that? Sure. Um, I would say there's many a times, and i Honestly, I should probably write them down to be more formal or yeah. more specific. But right. um, I would say even um, one of the biggest things, especially after I got married um, and Felicia and I moved to Gallup, we didn't have any money to move. And so, um, you know, Felicia and I were paying our ties at that time uh, before we moved to Gallup. And and it literally, like, God just started handing us stuff. So we didn't, we didn't have any money. I, literally, we only had, like, a couple hundred dollars, I think. But one of um, uh, one of our uh, family friends gave us um, a gift card for a U-Haul, so we were able to utilize that to actually rent a U-Haul. And then um, I think we just used all the money for gas. And then mm. um, and then um, I can't remember exactly, but lots of different avenues just started matriculating to being able to move, you know. Yeah. And and Felicia and I thought at that time it definitely was the will of God, um, especially for us and in, 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 in that church and our work over there. So, um, but even aside from that, you know, I feel like there were lots of maybe even non-monetary um, blessings that we received from God. So, um, uh, for instance, like, 
um, just like our relationships with people and just the network that we kind of made and the people that God puts in our lives, um, which, you know, speaking about retirement, like I wasn't too familiar probably more than three or four years ago. I didn't really think about my retirement, but right. um, <clears throat> thinking of it now more as a blessing, I uh, I feel like God put people in my life to really help me start developing that a lot more, you know, and, and start thinking about the future yeah. instead of just something that's short term. So, um, but you know, definitely like God's, you know, um, helped us buy multiple houses and yeah. we've gotten cars and, uh, and I feel like, you know, the wisdom that, um, God's given us and, and the people he's putting around us for, you know, influential definitely helped us, you know, stay coherent and, right. and, uh, you know, you, you can see it in everything. So yeah. I'm really, and I, I hope to pass it on to the next generation too, because sometimes that's, uh, that translated very well, I guess. Right. So. Yeah, and I think it's important to clarify that well, neither you or I are, are saying that, you know, in a braggatocious tone. You know, we believe that God has been good to us, mm-hmm. and we've seen examples of it. And so we use those as opportunities to say, God is a good God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I might not be a billionaire, right? I might not be uh, 50% owner of Tesla, right? I, I'm not. Uh, we would have a paid-off church. But, uh, you know, I'm not a billionaire. I'm not even a millionaire. You know, I'm not even a hundred thousander, right? <laughs> if you count the house, maybe. But it's it's debt, too. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, we're not that, that, but we are continually blessed. God has been so good. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a day, you know, when God hasn't blessed us in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, with every breath that we breathe, every uh, step that we take, uh, every choice that we make is a choice that that will impact lives, and God has given us those choices, mm-hmm. those opportunities. And so we have to look at it like that. And because of that, we want to give. We want to give back to the kingdom of God. We want to be a blessing to the kingdom of God, and it's so vital and so important. And like I said before, the ministry is 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 built by God. It's, you know, blessed by God. It's lifted up by God. But it's the investment of the, 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 the believers and those who want to invest in the kingdom of God that God uses to uh, put coal in the, in, 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 in the train, keep it going, you mm-hmm. know. So uh, what are here at Life Church some ways that you can do to give uh, either your tithes or offering or, or whatnot, and to to, ta- to add on to that, are there some specific needs that Life Church needs, um, you know, as a ministry, uh, as we look forward towards the future uh, of uh, sharing the gospel and expanding the kingdom of God? Sure. Um, oh, I, I thought of one more thing to add to the last question. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Part. Um, I guess one thing to keep in mind too is that, uh, um, and I feel like this is kind of a it can be like a a foresee thing or a, not a foresee thing, but like a, a kind of like a stigma is that, so I give my ties and I, I, and I, I know, you know, cause I know you guys pretty well. Um, just because you are giving and stuff like that definitely doesn't mean this goes with our walk of God. Doesn't mean it's all, everything was all planned out. I never had any problems. No, like I said, oh yeah, I'm for not sure. a millionaire. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, the life and isn't I, perfect. And I agree with that know? too. And, and I just want to, because yeah. I mean, I, we both struggled. I mean, I, I, you know, I know some of the jobs that you had and some of the jobs I had too. And like yeah. I was mentioning that U-Haul, like it's, um, um, I, I just, uh, you know, 
Yeah. I, I always feel like some people are like, oh, you know, everything's like nothing affects you when you're in church. Well, that's not necessarily no, true. No, that's yeah. not true. And I think, I think I think not only we're looking at this financially, uh-huh. you know, not only just financially, but yes, we're faithful in giving our ties, but having a relationship with God exactly. is not necessarily going to be everything all the time. You're mm-hmm. blessed continually. It's yep. not that. You know, we still live in a broken world. Mm-hmm. You know, until the Lord comes or until we meet him in the sky, this is the kind of world we have to live in. And there are sicknesses. There mm-hmm. are, uh, you know, financial woes, health woes, relationship woes. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things that impact it in our life. But I think what it, the best thing about it is is knowing that with investing in our relationship with God, investing in the kingdom of God, investing everything we can into God, we know that God has our back. He exactly. is going to keep us safe. He is going to give us our needs. We're going to be we're going to be able to to live this life until we see him uh you know when he comes back. So uh we we have to understand that. We have to know that yes, I I'm giving my tithes. I'm doing what's, you know, uh said in the word of God, but at the same time I'm doing what I I know I need to do. But I know that I'm not going to have, you know, uh, you know, a Tesla in the, the driveway. I'm not sure. going to have, you know, and, and, and if you do great, God's been good to you. Mm-hmm. You've worked hard. And I think that's part of it, too. You know, you working hard, you putting your time. We have to be financial stewards of mm-hmm. our homes. We have to we have to be uh, those who who uh, men who, who take care of their family, women who take care of their family and, and be that kind of person. But at the same time, know that God will will push us through the hardest times. God right. will God will lift us up when we're the lowest. Uh, but it's not gonna be a perfect lie. There's there're gonna be lows. There exactly. are gonna be situations where we find ourselves needing God more. And and luckily we have a God that is always ready to meet us where we're at. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's a good point to point good. out. But uh, sorry, I'll, yeah. I'll change this to the next one. So yeah, yeah. areas of life church. So like like uh, like you mentioned, we just moved into this church um, a little over a year now. So uh-huh. that's exciting. Yep. But there are lots of stuff that still you know need to be updated or purchased or or whatnot. Yep. Um, some areas that anyone at Life Church can give to. Um, some you know locally, I guess would be. Um, um, like the building fund is a perfect one, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. We were challenged a, a few years ago or several years ago now. Um, you know, we want to pay off this church. We want to be able to be in a, a financial position where this church isn't yeah. a burden to us and we're able to give more to missions or more to, um, um, you know, whatever the, the subcategories are um, and, and globally. And so, um, but specifically here, you can give to uh, um, the youth, you can give to the uh, the Echo Group, or you know any of the older student groups, any of the student groups, we have lots of people who give uh, to missions, foreign missions, home missions, North American right. missions. Um, so any anywhere that there's like there's a need everywhere. So and and we allocate that accordingly. Um, specifically, we usually throughout the year too would highlight um, um, different special events. Like right now, we're doing Mother's Memorial, yep. and and she's for Christ. She's for Christ. That's exactly yep. right. And. Um, um, so all these things will come out throughout the year. So and they they all serve really good purposes. And I think one really good thing that you know we do, uh, as, especially as an organization locally as a church, is emphasize what is this money going to. And right. I think people can connect to that. Um, you know, whatever the whatever the uh, subcategory is, we're helping you know missionaries uh, with the washer and dryer or right. whatever right. kind of provisions that they need. So. Um, 
any any broad spectrum. You know, there's, there's so much needle across from the local level all the way to a international level for uh, yeah. giving to God's kingdom. Yeah, and you know, it that's a good point. You know, with She's for Christ helping the mission field, a Mother's Memorial, all those things. You know, it's there are a lot of ways to to to, to invest in the kingdom of God. You know, and and we can we can just what mark those in our notes. Uh, if Correct. you're giving in Zelle, uh, if you're giving in cash, write it on the envelope, kind of thing like that. Um, you know, we do uh, here at Life Church during the service. We have those boxes that are giving boxes that you can invest your your cash that some people still use. I honestly the other day I needed cash for oh I needed a quarter. I needed a quarter to get a, a shopping cart at was it Aldi. Or whatever that place is, I, that blew my mind. I don't have a quarter. <laughs> I'm like looking around. I'll put my card in there if that's mm-hmm. what it is. But, but anyways, there are ways to give, and I think I think it's important to highlight that. Um, you can give online. You can go to our website azlife.church, and you can click the giving tab. And there's different ways to give. There it actually lists out all the different ways you can give. You know, you mm-hmm. can give by Zelle. You can give uh, all these different ways. Um, you know, and and I think it's 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 exciting to know that there are more ways to give today than there ever has been. That's true. And luckily, we are a church that have kind of transitioned into the whole uh, uh, online kind of giving thing that when COVID hit and there was only a few people at our church every Sunday and Wednesday, you know, luckily, you know, God was good and people were faithful and, and the church got, was continuing uh, to, to be able to, to progress because everyone was given online. So I think, it's, I think it's important to understand that there are ways to give and that we are commissioned by God to give, but that we should have the heart to give. You know, I think it's a heart thing. I think if, sure. if we have the attitude to say, God, you're so good, you're so faithful, and because of this, I want to invest in your kingdom. I want to do everything I can so that someone behind a pulpit, behind a podcast, behind you know a, a, a teaching role, behind a, anything that that's ministry here at Life Church, that I can help them get the opportunity, or I myself can use that opportunity to to witness to someone, to share the gospel, share that there is a there is a savior, his name is Jesus, and that there is power in his name and all these great things. Um, but it's the the financial backing um, that comes. Now we don't we don't necessarily hark on the idea that you need to give, 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 give. You know, there are churches that you know, I'm not gonna name names, there are even televangelists that sit up there and it seems like the graphic for giving is always on the screen. I mean, it's never not on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we do that. We put the graphic up there to help them understand where they give, the phone number to text us in during our offerings time of the service. But we do that because we understand that when we, we give you that option, it's you ultimately that have to make the decision. Is this really something that, that I need to do? Is this something that, that I want to do? And it's a heart thing. I want the heart to give towards God because he's been so good. Um, so, yeah, that's really good. Just wrapping it up here, we're, we're coming to an end. What is one challenge or one piece of knowledge you would like to kind of give the viewer, the listener here today that's listening online? Sure. Um, some things, um, like you mentioned, um, I, I do like that we're progressing in the different forms of giving, like Zelle or PayPal or cash mm-hmm. or checks. Um, but going uh, more into something that can be challenging is that um, uh, I would say 
two things probably on the top of my head would be the first thing. First thing is comparing your giving to other people. So right. uh, I, for one, you know, and that's just kind of human nature, you know, yeah. of I don't give as much as this person. So, I mean, does that even matter? Does God even care or whatever? So, I mean, obviously there's, you know, stories in the Bible that compares, you know, um, people who give less, um, you know, amount-wise versus someone who gives more portion-wise of what they have, their possessions. So, um <clears throat> But going from that, that can be really, um, you know, that can be really challenging mentally, like a more of a mental block. Like you said, uh, uh, giving is a type of worship. So, um, you know, you're you're hindering your worship when you mm. just, you know, think I don't, you know, I don't need to yeah. or, or, you know, I, I don't have enough or it doesn't matter or whatever. So um, I know I've struggled with that, and, you know, when I was younger and, yeah, I mean, even today. Um, some other things are um, I know um, people might have uh, issues with is, um, wondering how the church spends their money. So right. I'm giving I'm giving money to this, and then I'm seeing a bunch of stuff like, are they even given to missions? Are they giving to this or that? And um, I know yearly, especially, uh, specifically at this church, and it's pretty much mandated at any church, but once a year we have a business meeting, and, and if you're curious about all that, um, we go over that. Like we spend or send so much money for missions and each of those subcategories, like I mentioned before. And typically as a church, uh, at this church anyway, we usually always exceed um, what's usually given. Like, And, you know, our church has seen tremendous blessings for that. And and uh, and we love the ability to always give more than whatever our goal is to challenge, you know, by the district or or the organization as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know, like, you know, some people be like, oh, I'm trying to give to that. You know, I'd rather the money go to this or that. Um, and you know I allocate it that way but sometimes there's a greater need um, in a different area um, uh, like I like like you were mentioning all those uh, subcategories like she's for crisis stuff like that that really this is more you know of what you know we would see the direction but um, going from that I, I would feel like once you give it to God I feel like this should be a peace of mind of it's God's now he can just he can uh, you know direct who he needs to to do what he needs to with it instead of you know me trying to control that because, you know, I'm for one, you know, I, I like to control things. And so when, you know, if I see my giving doing something else, well, it's God's money. And, you know, that's, that's not my, that's not, that's not, um, that's not my uh, obligation anymore. Right. So, but I know they can hinder people. So I feel like if you have the mentality, like you said, come, come, you know, usually we always try to say, um, you know, when you come to give um, your offering, you know, give it cheerfully because God loves a cheerful giver. So, you know, having that mindset of this is for God and worshiping him in that way and God's going to bless his kingdom, um, I, I feel like will really help you overcome any kind of mental barriers. Yeah, no, that's really good. Well, I appreciate it. I feel like this has been a good uh, uh podcast session to kind of talk about the christian stewardship of money you know financial stewardship you know i think as us as christians we have a higher obligation because we know the truth and we know that god is good and we know the faithfulness of god and because of this we want to be a cheerful giver we want to invest in the kingdom of god and so i think it's just important i think i think we should we should we should be good stewards not only in giving to the church but but good financial stewards uh, Christian financial stewards when it comes to the family life when it comes to you know people around us you know in, you know investing into good goodwill kind of uh, charities and and all these different things I think it's important that we be a blessing from what God has blessed us with mm-hmm. you know there is there is an importance to that as a Christian steward in our finances it is so vital it is so important. So thank you for being on today. I'm excited for this. Hopefully something today has impacted the lives of many people. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, Derek, for being on today. Thank you for having me. 
All right. God bless you. <laughs> Thanks. We want to say thank you so much for joining our LCI podcast today. We hope that something today in the conversation ministered to your heart. And if it did and you enjoyed it, be sure to share with your friends. Also, if you're watching on our YouTube channel, be sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell. That way you're notified every time a new episode is uploaded. Also, if you're listening to this, be sure to give us a follow. That way you're notified as well. Again, thank you so much for joining us. We're looking forward to the next episode and God bless. Thank you.